everybody to another week of the Inches Podcast, a podcast that looks at sports sponsorship, event sponsorship, and how digital is shifting it, as well as just overall strategies. I'm your co-host, Nick Lawson, co-founder of a company called Squad Sports. We help sports teams and events connect fans to sponsors digitally during breaks in the game with things like scoreboard trivia. I'm here, as always, with Rich Franklin, VP of Corporate Partnerships for the Portland Winter Hawks. Rich was golfing yesterday, right? Big I was golfing. Race. Well, it's it's one of these, uh, uh, it's a team event, uh, an organizational mm-hmm. event, part of a two-day. Great sponsor event. Uh, sponsor event, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was uh, primarily a fundraiser for uh, youth hockey here in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. as well as for uh, what's called Dornbecker's Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we raised a lot of money on Sunday evening. We had a nice dinner gala mm-hmm. auction event. And uh, uh, and then Monday, yesterday, uh, it was 18 holes of golf uh, mm-hmm. with uh, some alumni players and a lot of supporters of the organization. And, yeah, a lot of sponsors as well. Nice. So it was fun to uh, get out there. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. Now, have you heard the big news, Nick? What is that? My foursome won. <laughs> no, way. I know. I know you looked just as shocked as everybody else here around the office. So let me just say, I don't play a lot of golf. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, I do not play a lot of golf. But sometimes you you get grouped with some people mm-hmm. who do play a lot of golf, mm-hmm. and that was the uh, that was the case uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple of really long hitters, and then uh, uh, myself and one other guy. Maybe we're not the big. Uh, uh, bombers off yep. the tee, but uh, we had some nice approach shots, and mm-hmm. my putter was hot yep. yesterday. So I was rolling them in, and uh, we had two eagles. Nice, uh, and uh, we we actually it was a three way tie for first, and then uh, whatever they use for the tiebreaker, mm-hmm. we won it. Nice. So That's I am awesome. stunned. Did I you can't believe it. I've trophy? never won. It. Uh, no, here's the fun thing. You know, you know what the uh, prize is for the winning foursome? You get a suite at a Winterhawks. Nice. So I'm going to be there working already. Right, in yeah. the suite. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, but it was a lot of fun. And as I say, I have never, ever won a golf tournament in my life. Yeah. There you go. And uh, it was a, but it was a fun event. We raised a lot of money mm-hmm. for uh, some very worthy causes. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I was just out there looking at the the ice is being um, being watered down right now. The ice so is in. Hockey yeah. season is coming up. Training camp. Uh, as we record this, it is uh, Tuesday, August twentieth. Uh, training camp uh, opens officially Wednesday the twenty first for four days. Eighty four players and their families here in town. This thing, hockey season always sneaks up on me. Well, it's because it's like 80-something degrees out there still. Very true. (laughs) I'm I'm not thinking. Take it as the the sales guy who's out there selling hockey sponsorships. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you're sitting uh, out there at the golf course yesterday with a couple of sponsors and talking about your your renewals and everything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you got your your frosty beverages and it's a warm day and you're saying, hey, hockey. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a little... Little, little tough to convey sometimes. Uh, the seasonality is, yeah, it's it's August, but it's hockey it's, season. Uh, hockey season's coming up. So yeah. last week, um, we or last podcast episode, just because I was out for a week. Um, but last podcast episode, we talked about deadlines, using deadlines to really get those answers. Um, a fun thing um, that kind of came up the other day for me and, and definitely not fun within sponsorship is sometimes we do all this work. Sometimes we pitch, sometimes we just feel, we know that they're going to buy 
they're going to buy this package, it's going to be great. And then at the last minute, let's say for a rink board or scoreboard reads or something like that, a sponsor pulls out and right. decides this is not the right thing for us this year. And you're sitting here a month from when hockey season starts. Um, so my question for this week and the topic for this week is how do you manage either replacing that um, or making up for that revenue or you know dealing with that sponsor who, for whatever reason, it wasn't the right fit and they kind of pull out of that. Well, the first thing I do to uh, uh, compensate for the revenue is I go donate uh, plasma and uh, <laughs> get a little revenue coming into uh, Ridge's yep. pocket that way. Um, it's never fun when, when somebody wiggles off the hook at the last minute mm -hmm. like that, um, especially when you were getting all the uh, all the, the green lights and the thumbs-ups along the way, mm -hmm. um, only to have something go sideways at the last minute. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, a couple of things that that I try to do ahead of time, and then you know, in case of that emergency, you know, how do I break glass and mm -hmm. and uh, and replace that revenue? Um, first of all, this does kind of tie back in with what we were talking about in the last podcast about making sure that you've got those deadlines, those buy wins, uh, and you have them set up in such a timing that if something like this were to happen that you still do have time to uh, replace that revenue. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side of it, as we were just also talking about, you know, sometimes people are going to string you along, string you along, string you along. You're, you're thinking it's going to be there and then it doesn't happen and mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of late in the game. Well, the first thing that I always ask is, you know, help me understand what happened here, what, yep. what, what went sideways. Um, you may find that there had been an objection all along that you hadn't been able to uncover. Uh, you may find out that the person that you were talking to who maybe told you they were the decision maker really wasn't the decision maker, that maybe there was another person or it's a committee mm -hmm. or it's some, some other entity that's, that's making the final call. Uh, in which case, you as the salesperson, you know, needed to know that you needed to be asking those questions early on. But what's done is done, and, and here you are. Mm -hmm. um, there's kind of two ways that that you could potentially approach this, as far as how you're going to replace that revenue, um, and and it's whatever kind of works in your market and it's whatever kind of works in your sport. And mm -hmm. it also depends on who some of your sponsors are. Uh, in some cases, maybe you can go to an existing sponsor and say to them, Hey, I've had this additional spot open up for, let's say rink boards or, you know, in arena signage or in stadium signage, depending on, on what your sport is. Maybe you've got an existing partner and, uh, you can, you know, sell them that additional space. Say, look, there's another opportunity here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, let's double up on your on your visual branding within the uh, within the venue, and uh, that may may work for them. Uh, the other thing that you can do with an existing sponsor, quite honestly, is is give them a bonus mm -hmm. until you're able to fill that spot with another paying sponsor. Yep. Uh, I have found that a lot of times uh, when I've had that situation come up and I go to one of my uh, current long-term uh, partners, they really appreciate the fact that I am coming to them not asking for 
more money, mm -hmm. but saying to them, I've got this situation that popped up. I've got this space that's opened up. I am going to sell that to somebody uh, this season. But for now, I would like to give that to you as a bonus, as a thank you yep. uh, for for your loyalty. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the old saying is it's, it's much easier to upsell an existing, existing sponsor than to create a new one. Yep. So if you have that opportunity to upsell that spot to an existing partner, go for it. If you can't upsell it, I would say, you know, give it to them uh, as a bonus and uh, say, hey, thanks. And just so you know, that will be going away at some point because mm -hmm. I will get that spot sold. And then you start going back through your your uh, list of prospects and, and maybe even some suspects. Mm -hmm. And you say, okay, uh, at this point, I've had this open up. I am Monty Hall. Mm -hmm. You're probably too young to remember Monty Hall. Let's make <laughs> yeah, a deal. No, you have no idea what I'm talking no, about. No, I know. I know. Let's make wow. a deal. Wow. Okay. Know, well. Know yeah. Well, I think the uh, is it Wayne Brady that hosts the current version of I think Let's he Make does, a Deal. Okay. I think that's all right. Why. <laughs> so at that's that point, why let me change this. I'm Wayne Brady. <laughs> let's make a deal. Yep. Uh, and and try to get something. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you'd rather have. Um, and it's kind of a fine line between devaluing your your product, mm -hmm. uh, deval devaluing you know particularly for some prime real estate mm -hmm. uh, like that, uh, versus you know you'd rather have fifty percent of something than a hundred percent of nothing. Yep. Right. And I think that's kind of where you got to take a look at where you are in your overall uh, progress to goal. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're sailing along and you're going to make that budget uh, and uh, where it's looking pretty good and, mm -hmm. and you can afford to maybe wheel and deal a little bit on on that space, uh, then go for it. If you're looking at that and saying, geez, if I give up that prime piece of real estate, uh, that takes one asset out of my uh, basket of offerings. And that's a pretty valuable one. And I really need that in order to get to where I need to be financially mm -hmm. well then maybe you know maybe you, you, you don't go that route yeah but i gotta imagine it, it it syncs up really well with two pieces one fit right so so we were just chatting about this before when i used to sell restaurant ads we would it would be in a in a dining guide and it would there would be space right i had to fill that page because right. now let's say a full page backed out at the last minute um we'd we'd one look at Okay, who's which? Which person was really, really looking for even more coverage, mm -hmm. right? And who can I tell that story to, and then give them a little bit of a discount, just because yeah. it's you know last minute. I need to know by Friday, just so we can get this to print press, things like that. On the flip side, I think you're totally right. Looking at your overall goal, right? Yeah. You're trying to reach your sales goal. Um, maybe a, a, you know a thousand dollars would have been great, but five hundred dollars, you know. Hits that, like I say, it's fifty percent of something. Exactly, you know. And I think it, you know, what what really worked, you know, we would never give anything away for free necessarily, but really when we brought that maybe that additional price down, yeah. we'd also see this is a first time client maybe, yeah. and I'm trying to build trust with them. Let's let's put this into their yeah. package. Obviously, let them know, hey, by next next year, this is not going to be available, but this is a good fit for them. And then totally on the flip side, there's been somebody who's been there for 10 years, yep. has always purchased. Uh, so I think it really comes down to, again, looking at who you have on the current roster. Do, would you say it's, would you, would you put higher 
the loyalty of the current client compared to going back through your prospects on sort of a what you do first? It's it's just going to kind of depend on your, your specific situation. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a, a situation, let's say as an example, you've got a loyal sponsor. Mm-hmm. They've been with you for numerous years. Mm-hmm. You're going into the last year of your deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're going to be looking at, at uh, getting together and talking renewal. Mm-hmm. It could be worth it to give that to that existing sponsor as a bonus, as a little way to kind of sweeten the situation mm-hmm. uh, or, or set yourself in a, up in a positive light as you are heading into your renewal where you are hopefully going to be asking for additional yep. uh, money over the over the previous deal. Yep. Um, you know, in other cases, it's like, uh, no, nah, I really need that money. I really mm-hmm. need that revenue. But I think the big thing in, in a situation like this, kind of getting back to the process a little bit, is you as the salesperson also need to go back and do a little bit of a, you know, ask some questions and do a little bit of a post-mortem sure. about why did this happen. Yes. Uh, number one. Number two, um, you know, are you structuring your sales efforts in such a way that if Everything that you've pitched comes to pass. You're just barely filling up every piece of real estate, space, <laughs> signage, whatever it may be. If that's the case, you almost kind of take a look at this. And, and uh, I know some people are going to hate me for saying this, but you almost have to kind of look at this like the airlines do, mm-hmm. where you know that a certain percentage of people who have committed are going to drop out. They're not going to take their flight after all. And so you overbook. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say that I purposely go out and oversell. Uh, anything, any asset that I have. But it's also understanding that if I have, say, 50 of this particular element, let's say it's stadium signage, Mm -hmm. um, I better not have 50 pitches out there for 50 signs. I better have 75 or 80 or 100 pitches out there because even the ones that that you're feeling pretty good about, Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. And a lot of times it's, it's, you know, it's really no fault of your own. Uh, circumstances change, um, you know, the, the contact that you were working with uh, gets reassigned to the Utica office mm-hmm. and suddenly you're dealing with a new person mm-hmm. who wants to come in and put their thumbprint on on the, the company's marketing and, and sponsorship efforts or, you know, hey, maybe, uh, yeah, we've had this long relationship with the, uh, with the hockey team, but my kids play youth soccer and boy... You know, we're really behind youth soccer, and so we're going to not sponsor your hockey team because we're going to sponsor the soccer team. Yeah. Well, that's kind of a tough one to overcome. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're dealing with a lot of personal um, connections, and, and you get into that a lot with some particular sports at, at specific levels where sometimes people are looking at, at their sponsorship almost as a endorsement. Mm-hmm of themselves personally, mm-hmm. you know, well, I'm going to sponsor your team because I like your sport yep. to which, you know, if you're in a sport like I am where it's a popular sport to be sure. But I mean, let's face it, there's more kids playing basketball. There's more kids yep. playing soccer. There's more kids playing baseball than there are playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be able to, to make sure that your sponsorship um, stands on its own merits mm-hmm. Uh, but again, that's that's going to be kind of a case by case basis. I think the key, though, is if they wiggle off the hook, you 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 do the heart to heart. You you just say, Nick, 
geez, man, I really thought, you know, we, we had this going in the right direction. I'm sorry to hear that, that, uh, uh, that you're not going to be doing this with this year. Help me understand what, what, what was the reason? Mm -hmm. What's, was it something, is it me? You know, mm -hmm. did I have a piece of spinach in my teeth <laughs> as I was pitching this and, and you just couldn't deal with it? It mm -hmm. sounds like an episode of Seinfeld. Right. Kind of, but, um, and then sometimes, you know, that'll reveal what the true objection was. Yep. Now you know, well, maybe there was a misunderstanding about something. Yep. Oh, you thought it was this price? Well, no, no, no. That's the price, you know, for three years. Yep. It's... It's divide that by third. That's your actual annual investment. Oh, I mean, I've actually had that happen where somebody was saying, God, that's expensive. And I was like, well, no, that's not that expensive. And we were looking at two different numbers. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is it also helps you as the salesperson understand what are potentially some objections mm -hmm. to, you know, specific elements within your package. Mm -hmm. Is this something you could have changed? It could be completely out of your hands. Yep. But you at least got to know because the worst thing to have happen is that something goes sideways and you have no clue why. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's the – I. you won't get many people coming back to you and giving you a full why, right? Mm -hmm. Just from my experience, you'll say, "Hey, what could I done done better? What what, what really threw you off there? Yeah. You know, maybe that's fifteen twenty percent, right? Yeah. But that will not only help you in the short term for selling, maybe trying to sell this quickly to another partner, mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes they're going to have the same objections that somebody else had, and you can just address it. But number two, if you're looking toward next year, it's one thing to lose that partner for one year. It's another mm -hmm. thing that the very next year." you're going to lose them automatically just because you haven't gotten that information yeah. back. Um, but I also think it's a really good point for, for, for that you brought up for salespeople is absolutely overbook. Oh yeah. Meaning absolutely, you know, you can always find a solution. You can always say, Hey, look, here's the rink board um, that we're, we were going to give you. Um, we overbooked it on that. So we're going to give you an, an extra game in the playoffs plus this. And most sponsors will be totally fine. Having, having too many sponsors yeah. is, is a good problem <laughs> to have. Absolutely. Now, the other thing that I think that, that you also accomplish by doing that is you have now put pressure on your inventory. You've yeah. now put uh, uh, availability pressure on your inventory and supply and demand. Yep. Particularly now with digital. <laughs> maybe it's a little different because mm -hmm. you can always, you know, add in more digital, but I mean, if you've, depending on how you're structuring what your digital offerings are, mm -hmm. uh, and you've just said arbitrarily, we're only going to have five sponsors, yep. you know, in this particular area. But, you know, if push comes to shove, you could probably add that sixth, yep. so long as it doesn't negatively impact the, the first five who, mm -hmm. who made the initial commitment. But the other thing, and, and this kind of gets back to my, um, background in the radio business was, uh, you know, the the one thing that you wanted to have was a hundred percent sellout. Yeah. Were you always able to get it? No. But what would happen would be you would have you'd be oversold in your uh, mornings, uh, you'd be undersold in your middays, and you'd be just about right mm -hmm. for um, for your afternoons. Mm -hmm. All right. So, what does that tell me as the as the sales manager who's looking at this situation? Well, it tells me my mornings are are 
probably ready for a little bit of a rate kick, mm-hmm. a little rate bump, mm-hmm. maybe a big one, maybe a small one, just kind of depends on how oversold I am. Yep. What are we doing here with our middays mm-hmm. uh, because we're not selling them out? Uh, you know, afternoons, all right, that seems to be doing pretty good, but let's be keeping a close eye on that as well. But I think one of the key things that you have to do is be managing your inventory, looking for that uh, total sellout, maybe even a little bit of oversell, mm-hmm. um, and and knowing that that's just going to raise the value of of, of what you what the particular asset is that, yep. that you're selling. Yeah. Um, but to you know, big picture as far as what do you do in a situation like this, um, I think you got to understand, ask the questions. Why did this happen? Was mm-hmm. was it something we did? Was there some other situation? Uh, you know, maybe the company president just uh, drained the uh, bank account and ran off to yep. uh, Central America. I don't know. Uh, but you need to find out what's going on. The other thing is just bear in mind, it's not always a no. It could be a yep. not now. Yep. I've had sponsors. It not, just a not now. Yeah. Especially if you if you feel like you've gone through that whole process. I found that if you really have gone through that whole process and you have that positive feedback, it's usually yeah. a, hey, just right now, this circumstance yeah. makes no sense for us. The other thing I think that's really important, particularly with current sponsors, is that you're not taking them for granted. Mm-hmm. You're always, always showing them the value of yep. what it is. Because remember, it's not the price, it's the value. Yep. you got to establish the value before you discuss price. Otherwise, price is the controlling factor. Yep. Right? So, um, you know, show the value, show the value, share the success stories. Um, you know, if, if you do a particular activation with a sponsor and it gets uh, a fan uh, tweet something out about it, you know, be sure that the, the sponsor is aware of it, mm-hmm. uh, if it's a positive tweet, of yeah. course. Um, but I think that, you know, what you want to do from a, from a selling standpoint, from a process standpoint is, you know, make sure that you're, you've got your funnel full, yep. if not over full. Yep. Um, if, if something wiggles off the hook at the last minute, ask the questions. Why did this happen? What could I have done differently? Um, is this a forever or is this just a not now? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you have that inventory that uh, is going to be sitting there uh, unsold, at least in the near term, obviously you want to try to sell that, maximize revenues, but understand that maybe there's a situation where you're going to be better served in the long run yeah. by bonusing that to somebody else, um, either on a full season or a partial season or a until I get this sold basis. Yep. Um, that that may strengthen your relationship uh, over the over the long term, and uh, you know you don't want to be just the, the only time you don't want a situation where the only time that that sponsor is hearing from you is when it's time to ask for more money. Absolutely, you know, and there's a real value to coming to them and saying, "I want to give this to you. You've yep. been loyal to us. I want to give this to you. Thank you for your business." Yep. Um, and, uh, and but you got to approach that based on your particular situation. Yeah, no, and, and it's again, it's long term, but I think that in a lot of cases, you're actually going to gain more revenue in two years than you would by trying to maybe sell that piece yeah. in the one year. Yeah, just because you're bringing well, that value. And again, that's that's a great negotiating tool mm-hmm. as well. You know, I've had sponsors that have come to me 
and said, uh, you know, I'm looking for a, a particular uh, increase. We're adding some assets, and, and I want to increase it from from where we currently are to next year uh, by let's just pick a number, hundred thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. And they say, yeah, we're not comfortable with that. I mean, we see the value, but uh, geez, that's a pretty big jump. Um, we'll go up by fifty thousand. What I've done in the past is say, tell you what, I will do your fifty thousand increase for next year if we can add a second year to the deal at mm -hmm. the full rate. Mm -hmm. Does that sound fair? Is that reasonable? Mm -hmm. um, and it's it works. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you, you got to ask for it, but uh, again, that's an example of maybe giving a little bit on the front end mm -hmm. to get a little bit over the life of the uh, of the partnership. Yeah. Definitely. Good chat, as always. Oh, it's wonderful, <laughs> as always, Nick. I'm coming off a big golf victory. I know, Rich, Rich is, is feeling and, confident uh, and oh, ready to go back out there and, and maybe do some amateur, amateur no, tournaments. No, 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 no. And let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. <laughs> amateur top golf tournaments. My, my <laughs> slice was in, uh, I want to say it was in all-time form. <laughs> I, I have this terrible slice going on. I get my hands out in front of the club, <laughs> and uh, I try to kill the darn thing. Yep. And uh, but my my short game and in particular my putting nice. was really doing well nice. yesterday. Sometimes so that's all you need. Sometimes it's all you need. Drive for show, putt for dough, right? Hundred percent. There you go. Well, thanks so much for listening this week. I do not have a topic this week, and it's mainly because nobody commented and gave us a topic. What? So nobody commented. Um, you know. All right. Here's the here's the comment it. challenge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here here's this. Uh, if you comment, you send Nick Lawson a comment. Mm -hmm. or a topic that you want to discuss, you'll get a free uh, uh, consultation from Nick Lawson and Squad Sports <laughs> as to your team or sports or company's uh, digital needs. 100%. How's that? That sounds great for free. me. Free. It's free. 100% yeah, free. No obligation. No obligation. Operators are standing by. Exactly. Right. Um, but no, really, we, we really want to make this a, a kind of um, collaborative piece. Obviously, you all have been liking the content and um and sharing it and all that but we'd love to hear what struggles you are going through uh see if we can elaborate on that and see if we can help so make sure you come back in tune in next week rich if anybody wants to get a hold of you where can they do that well if you're uh listening uh, to this here on linkedin mm -hmm. uh i am right here on linkedin mm -hmm. and the name is rich franklin Vice President of Corporate Partnerships for the Portland Winterhawks hockey team mm -hmm. or if you'd prefer to go the email route my email address is richf at winterhawks.com. And I'm Nick Lawson, co-founder at Squad. Just type in Nick Lawson. You'll find me here on LinkedIn. Although if you're seeing this, uh, you're probably seeing my face in the upper right corner. You can just click for connect. So thanks so much again for listening this week. And remember, keep pushing those limits within sports sponsorship. Yeah.